0: Welcome to the Organized Holistically Podcast, where I help you get your business and personal life organized. I'm your host, Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. Today's episode is brought to you by Organized Academy, where you learn all things organizing that will help you holistically balance your business and personal life so you can live the life you always dreamed of living. Learn more today and become a member by visiting OrganizedAcademy.com. Hi guys, today we are starting our new freezer cooking, meal prepping series. And I'm doing this mainly because I know we've talked a lot on the blog um, about freezer cooking and doing those things. Well, of course, we are entering into the fall season and I usually handle my freezer cooking between September and really January, February timeframe. And so I wanted to kind of take you along for the ride and talk through some of the tips and tricks that I um, participate in or that I do in my home to hopefully help you this season uh, to implement these things into your environment, into your home. We are all busy. We have a lot going on. And so um, I felt like this may be helpful for you to kind of hear more detail around what it is that i do in my home for those of you who don't know who i am my name is dana l'oreal morales i am your holistic process strategist so i help solopreneurs and side hustlers to do all the things right because we are all so busy and we are all trying to navigate multiple areas of our lives and our businesses and uh so i want to try to help you along the way and in helping you, I am providing you with organization and process tips that get things done. And so that is who I am and what I do. And I hope that you enjoy the series. I don't know how long it's going to be. Um, and I'm really feeding off of you all. So, um, I, I have some things that I have prepped, right for this series, but based on your feedback from your comments and the information that you provide to me, I will know if this is something that you like to see. I will add in or answer questions um, along the way. All right. So today's uh, topic, if you will, we are going to be talking about macaroni and cheese. Okay. Now when I'm, I'm giving you the recipe today, all right. However, comma, I don't like, I have made my macaroni for years and there's, I never make it the same. Okay. There's no rule that you necessarily have to follow. So when I say recipe, I'm putting that in quotes, uh, because I'm giving you the, the overarching recipe, meaning you're going to be able to make macaroni and cheese after you listen to this. However, the purpose or what I want you to do is make it your own. There are no hard and fast rules of how to do this. I'm giving you the concept and so that you can then go and do this on your own. Now, here's what the disclaimer I wanna give you. Number one, if you are a box macaroni and cheese maker, meaning that you get the Kraft macaroni and cheese and you make your macaroni and cheese that way, this, I don't know if it will work in that method of making mac and cheese. No shade to craft, right? Because I was eating that all up in college, you know, no no shade. But I think you'll get more bang for your buck and this process or this method will work really, really, really well with this. And so I want you to give it a try and see it's not as hard as you think it, it is, right? It doesn't have to be rocket science. So I'm going to walk you through that today. All right, I'm gonna give you a couple of options as well. Tweak this and make it your own is the overall goal that I'm trying to give you. If you're like, I'm not doing all this, I'm good with my box, good for you. And that's, you know, I'm not trying to make your life harder. The goal is to make it easier, okay? So those are all the disclaimers. Just know it's no shade to anybody else. You don't have to follow this exact recipe. You can go out on the interwebs, Find a recipe that you like, make the macaroni and cheese the way that you like, and then use the freezer meal, freezer prep cooking methods that I'm teaching you during this session, okay? So the first thing I want you to know, um, let's talk about the method, okay? Because a lot of people, when they think about freezer cooking and they think about meal prepping, in their mind, it's an all-day experience. It's multiple people and all of that. That is not my thing. Like you can do it that way, but it's all about working it into your day-to-day activities, right? Not adding extra stress to your day. So the next time that you have a meal that also has the side of macaroni and cheese, this is what I recommend that you do. Instead of just making the two cups of macaroni that you normally would make, right? So normally you'll say, okay, we've got X number of people. I'm going to make... enough to feed my family during this meal. Instead, you are going to either double that amount or you're just gonna dump the whole box in. So I have a family of three. However, only my daughter and I eat macaroni and cheese. My husband does not eat it. So I normally would just measure some out and make it and maybe have a little for leftovers. But instead, what I recommend that you do is that you just plan to make an entire box or two of macaroni and cheese. Okay. So the process of making it in the recipe I'm about to give you is going to be the same, whether you use one box or two boxes, like the the base recipe is the same. You're just multiplying it. So you are going to put water in a pot that's big enough to hold the macaroni that you're putting into it. So normally in in a pan set, you get like three sizes. You have the little the little pan or the pot, I'm talking about the pot with the handle. Okay. I wish I had the props here and I don't, but you have the little one and then you have the medium size one. That's like that, let's say about that big. And then you have the big one, right? If you're making just one box full, you can probably use that medium sized one. If you're making two boxes of macaroni and cheese, then I would get the bigger one, right? Because macaroni expands as it cooks. So you're going to fill that about halfway full with water, depending on how much, regardless of of the amount of macaroni, let's just say, depending on your pot, just put half full of water. And you are going to add some uh, salt and some olive oil or a grease of some sort. I use olive oil. Right. Y'all don't give me shade here. If you don't have olive oil and you just have, you know, vegetable oil or whatever, it's fine. You're not like pouring the whole thing in. You're just putting a little bit. You can even use butter and it's there to keep the pasta from sticking. Okay, so you're going to put that in the pan while the water is boiling. You're also going to salt that water and you want to salt it it needs to taste, like the water would taste salty if you put the water in, I mean the salt in. And I learned that trick from Cooks Illustrated, right? You can watch the show or you can get the magazine. We're gonna talk about that in a minute too. But uh, you salt your water, all right? And so that's gonna come to a boil. Once it comes to a boil, you're gonna take your box, old macaroni and cheese, and you're gonna pour the whole box in the water. And I try to... Pour it slowly. I don't know if it matters, but I find that when I pour it slowly, it doesn't stick as much. But you're going to pour it in and you're going to stir it up. You're going to use, if you have a microwave that has a timer on it, you're going to go to that microwave and you're going to put seven minutes on the microwave or whatever your box says. So I just looked at my box and it said cook for seven minutes. So, and I didn't look at the serving sizes and all of that. I just saw that it said cook for seven minutes. So I set my timer for seven minutes. You can even go less on your time, right? And say five or six minutes so you can come test it. You don't want your macaroni to be all the way done. You want it to be a little bit tough because after you drain it, it's going to continue to cook, okay? So you don't want it to be too soft. Just know that. So put the microwave on seven minutes, go on and uh, you know stir it a little bit and then go on and do something else. If I'm cooking at the same time, the rest of my meal, I'm gonna continue to do that process. If I'm just making this pot of macaroni and cheese for future use, then I go do something else in the house or I just rest or whatever. All right, your timer goes off after your seven, five to seven minutes. You're gonna test it. If you can cut it, easily or just with a little bit of bite, if that makes sense, then it's ready. You're gonna then drain your pasta in whatever method you normally drain, right? Um, But leave just a little bit of the pasta water in the pot. You don't wanna take it all out. You wanna leave a little bit in there. And then you're gonna put that back on the eye. Now, when you put it back on the eye, you're gonna turn that temperature down. So right now it's probably on high. You want to turn it to medium, at least on medium. You could even go like between medium and low. You could go to that in-between point. Either is fine. All right. So now you've got it. You've got the pot, the drain pasta and you have, um, the, a little bit of pasta water in the pot. Now what you're going to do, you're going to take your milk and you're going to pour a little bit. Now don't get over zealous You don't want to have too much milk, but you don't want to have too little milk. So pace yourself, right? You're going to pour it so that you can at least see a little bit. And then you're going to add your cheeses. Now, here's the deal. I use Velveeta slices and American cheese slices in my mac and cheese. I never know how many I'm using. It's really, I just, I'm like, I think I usually use more Velveeta than American, but you can use all American if you wanted. You can use a completely different cheese if you want. It's all up to you and your taste preference, your palate, right? But let's pretend like you're using, let's say the Velveeta and the American. You're gonna put a little bit more Velveeta than American. You're gonna put that in there. You're gonna stir it around until that cheese melts and mingles with the, with the milk, okay? And you're gonna know if it's too thick, like if it's clumping together a little bit, like it's not truly melting down, add a little bit more milk, okay? If it's too liquidy, it's okay. You're just gonna cook it a little longer on that. You're gonna leave it on that heat a little longer and it will thicken up, okay? So even if you put too much milk, don't freak out. If you put too little milk, just add a little bit more, okay? It's that simple. You're gonna continue to stir, continue to stir. Once it's the consistency that you want, taste it. It may need some more salt. you know, if you put pepper, some people like other things in the mac and cheese, like, um, like other spices, like nutmeg and things like that. If you want to do that, this is the time that you can flavor it to taste. Okay. And you're done making the macaroni and cheese. Okay. So, so that period what that part of the recipe right make it your own if you put vegetables and things in your stuff if you want to put some meat and stuff do you okay but the point i'm trying to make is at this point the simplicity of making macaroni and cheese it is done okay no i don't bake my macaroni and cheese i don't do anything else that's it right and so okay you're done making it turn the eye down to either low or off right? I would say just at this point, if it's already done, go ahead and turn it off and then it can sit there and cool off. Okay. Don't be afraid when it's cooling off, it's going to kind of, I hate to use the word crust, but it's going to kind of crust over. The cheese is going to solidify a little bit and that's okay because when you go back over there and stir it, it's going to get, um, mushy isn't the word, but saucy, right? You're going to get the sauce, you're tossing it in the sauce. So it'll be fine. Okay. The point is you're trying to get it to cool. Once it cools down, this is the next step to freezer cooking. So you take out what you're going to use for your meal at that time, if you're cooking it with a meal, if you're not cooking it with a meal, then it's going to cool all the way down and then you're going to put it in its storage container. Now I use, um, super cubes. Okay. Super cubes, one word. And, um, on Instagram is one word. Let me say that. Um, I don't know other social media handles, Uh, but I'm assuming it's the same, but super cubes are like silicone ice cube trays, like to the max. Okay. So imagine an ice cube tray, make it silicone and then make it multiple sizes. That's ultimately what super cubes is. You can freeze in it. You can cook in it, but the beauty of the super cube is that I can, it's, it's measured out. So you can get a super cube that's one cup, you can get a super cube that's two cups and so so, for, so forth and so on. So what I do, typically I use the one cup super cube and I put the macaroni and cheese in it. So it has four one cups in it, right? And so each rectangle is a cup and I put the macaroni in there. I put that in the freezer. Once it freezes, I pop those out and put them into a freezer safe bag. And then that's my freezer meal It's in the freezer. I know if I need to get, you know, if my daughter wants macaroni and cheese and nobody else wants it, I just pull out the super cube, one super cube, make the macaroni and cheese. And she has her serving and a possible leftover serving, right? Depending on how much she's eating of it. Okay. So if you don't have super cubes, okay. Then you can use freezer safe Ziploc bags or other freezer safe containers. There's no rhyme or reason to this, right? You can make up your own rules, but here is what I want you to understand. You do not want to freeze that entire container of macaroni and cheese in one container. Because what's going to happen is it's going to solidify together. And the only way that you can get it out is to warm the entire batch up. So you ultimately are going to really be wasting your macaroni and cheese. Okay. So instead you want to break it down into serving sizes. I choose to break it down into either two servings or one or two servings. And the reason is, is usually if we have macaroni and cheese, usually my daughter and I are both having it. Um, but sometimes she has it alone or I have it alone. So that allows me to say, okay, today I want two cubes or today I want three cubes, right? If I want a little bit of leftovers, okay? Or if you want, if you maybe have three people today instead of two people, it allows you more adaption that way than if you just freeze them all in two or three serving sizes, okay? So just think about how you eat, Um, how you're going to be eating the macaroni, how many people typically eat it in your household. Do you like to have leftovers and all of that? Okay. Um, this big pot of macaroni and cheese, you may not have enough soup. Like I have super cubes, but some of them are in use, right? I haven't popped the stuff out. So I only had one, um, Super cube to use. So I filled that up, put it in the freezer. So I still had, a, I had probably another super cube and a little bit left over. So what I did is I put it into um, a, a container and I said, okay, we're going to eat off of this. We're going to, um, I'm going to just put it in the refrigerator. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to pop out the freezer cubes from yesterday put them back, you know, put them in the freezer safe bag. And then I'm going to fill the freezer, the super cube up again and freeze those. What I also could have done is just put it in a Ziploc bag, a freezer safe Ziploc bag, uh, put two servings in it, um, and froze it flat, right? It's flat, you know, you pretty much just level it out and put it in the freezer that way. So it freezes flat. And once it's frozen, I can then like file it in in the freezer instead of it taking up a lot of bulky space, okay? So Ziploc bags are fine. Um, there's other freezer safe containers that are reusable. Those are fine. The super cubes are fine. The vacuum seal, um, the vacuum sealers that you have, those are fine as well. You can just vacuum seal it and then freeze it. And once you put it in there, it's it's golden. It is what it is. Okay. Um, so any of those will work. And um, now you have macaroni and cheese for multiple meals that you didn't spend any extra time making other than the one meal that you were cooking for You just double the recipe. The time that it took was exactly the same other than the time it takes you to actually package it for for freezing. Right. So try this out. Let me know how it works for you. Okay. Um, I love to get your questions and comments below. Um, and see if it saved you any time, if you loved it, uh, what is something that you would like to um, hear me talk about or or walk you through in the future? I think the next series, I'm going to talk about sauces. uh, Specifically, I think spaghetti sauce is the next one that we are going to cover um, in our series. Okay? Um, But I hope you found this helpful, and I will talk to you later. Guys, it is that time of the year. I i am so excited. I can't wait. You know, Q4 is my jam. Okay. So if you guys are new to the podcast, I want to make you aware of some upcoming dates that you will want to mark on your calendar and make sure you have all of the necessary resources so you can hit the ground running. So the first important date is October 31st. And no, that is not because of Halloween, it is because that is the first day of our Sprint into the Holidays Thanksgiving edition, okay? So that, the Thanksgiving edition will run from October 31st through the Sunday after Thanksgiving. It is a four-week action plan. And yes, this is complimentary. So it's absolutely free. You can get your four-week action plan so that you are ready for the Thanksgiving holidays. You're eliminating the stress and you go through the prepping process in a very strategic way. Okay. The second date that I want to make you aware of is November 14th and that is when our Sprint into the Holidays Christmas edition actually starts. Yes, there is a two-week overlap between the Thanksgiving edition and the Christmas edition, but if you are doing both, I have built that into both of the plans. So it is absolutely fine. Don't panic, just get the action plan. So the Christmas edition runs from November 14th through Christmas day. It is a six-week action plan that will get you prepped and ready for the holiday season, all right? Now the third and final date is going to be a January date and it's a date, ish, <laughs> because I don't have the official start date. But in January, we always do our Declutter Club Challenge. And this January is no different. So I definitely want to make you aware of that. So if you have been wanting to get your your physical environment together, I got you. Okay, I got you. We're going to do our Declutter Club Challenge in January of 2023. So you can go ahead and sign up for the Declutter Club Challenge. Make sure if you are listening to this on the Organized Holistically podcast, make sure you sign up for the Declutter Club podcast, which is a supplementary um, podcast to our Declutter Club Challenge. So you'll want to make sure that you have connected in all the ways so that you are ready to go come january all right so i've got three links in the uh actually four links in the um show notes of this episode so i hope that you will take advantage of them and go ahead and get all of the things that you need to be ready this season Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today and I hope you found something that will help you in your organizing journey. If you did, consider leaving a comment or review so it will help others know the value that you received. For more information regarding this or any other episode, visit DLMorales.com. And as always, do something today to fill your happiness bucket. I'll see you next time.